I'm TJ Walsh, and you're listening to the Bold Creatives Collective podcast. Take a front row seat to hear conversations with successful musicians, producers, actors, visual artists, designers, directors, marketers, and more, and learn about their perspectives and approach to leadership, creativity, innovation, and growth. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited today to welcome... Leslie Jesperson. That's how you say your last name, right? Yes. I'm so excited to to chat with Leslie today about how we can level up our brand or even establish a brand for ourselves. Maybe we've just been um, like creating and putting stuff out there and hoping people uh, see it and buy it or interact with it. Um, but we haven't really kind of grounded ourselves in who we are and what we what we're doing and why we're doing it um, and so things get lost in the sauce maybe but before we start on that conversation Leslie can you say hi and give us an idea of who you are absolutely so I'm Leslie Jesperson I am a mom of two I live in Brigantine which is a little vacation island right outside of Atlantic City. And I am the Claire Cognizant Confidence Queen. So what does that mean? I use my intuition to empower uh, mainly women to really discover their magic, their own um, independent, unique magic, their Mm -hmm. secret sauce, and empower them to be confident and comfortable stepping into the spotlight just through a blend of, I have a bunch of different methods, but also most of it is things that I went through and discovered myself. So I know that they work. Yeah. That's awesome. It's always nice when you, you know, hire a coach or get a consultation with somebody and they've actually experienced for themselves and like use themselves as a Guinea pig so that they, they actually are knowing what they're doing and what, and they've experienced the results. Um, results for themselves and I'm not just like sending you out there with like rando ideas and thoughts right, right? I read actually... that this really works <laughs> yeah yeah totally well thanks I could have read that book too I'm looking for something that is actually is actually uh tried and true so I love that you have your your systems um and and methods I want to know though and I'm sure other people want to want to know what exactly you mean by Claire cognizant intuition um, and how that can really benefit somebody who who wants to get themselves more established, more confident, and you know more seen. Yeah, so I always thought I was just really impulsive. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I always fall. <laughs> Um, what I realize now are my gifts as a downfall, something that I noticed even as a kid, people would be like, what do you mean you didn't prepare for this? Like, I just always knew things. It just, it was always just there. And I started a marketing agency back in 2016. And I would do these things called strategy sessions. Yeah. And it was, people didn't always understand. I'm like, no, you just show up and I'll just like, know what to tell you to do <laughs> to, to run your to business. <laughs> And it didn't, like I said, it didn't really make sense to people. And I'm always like, wow, am I, am I not doing this? Am I like doing a disservice to my clients? Cause I'm not properly right. preparing, but I just knew. And once I embraced that, and once I realized what that was, I was able to translate that gift into all other aspects of 
my work. So even if it's not like in business, helping, you know, people develop a marketing strategy, it can be something like developing a brand. Like I can just have a conversation with someone and I will, um, it's a little bit of clairvoyance as well. I can see like what their brand looks like. I can see the colors. I can see a design. I can see, you know, the content they're putting out. And like I said, when, sometimes when I say it out loud, it's, I'm like, that sounds so ridiculous, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, but it's always, it's always right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I see that, you know, like when I was, when I was reading your, your bio and your history and stuff that you have a really high success rate in terms of your clients working with you and going out there and implementing what you're teaching them or talking to them about and they're, they're seeing results. Right. So so there's, there's, you're not lying. I'm sure when right, you're saying right. I can envision this stuff. Right. And, um, and that is so, so powerful to have that gift. Um, I, I know like I'm a highly sensitive person. I feel things really strongly. I lead, you know, by, by my intuition as well. Um, I don't think we are exactly the same in terms of how you're describing it, but I understand what it's like to sit with somebody, understand their, understand their energy and their essence and be able to like provide insight to them. And they're like, holy shit, like where, how did you understand that? Right. Right. Um, So I get everybody, if you're listening and it sounds like magic and it sounds like frou-frou stuff. People do have really, some people really do have highly intuitive capabilities that, um, that not everybody has. And when you run into somebody like that, you know, and they're open, take advantage of what they're offering you because it can be really, can be really impactful to your life. Um, so I, Leslie, you know, when I work with artists and people who haven't really fully gelled with who they are as as a as a creative business person or entrepreneur out there in the world yet um they're sometimes hesitant to like say well i'm a brand right Ooh. or um i do this stuff and now i have to market it or i have to put it out into the world i don't have either i hate capitalism and that whole spiel, right? Or I'm just not confident enough to put myself out there center stage and believe that what I have to offer people, whether that is, whether that's design or even fine art product, um, I don't really believe in myself. What would you say to those people who are skeptical about their ability to um, identify who they are and put it out there and trust that people will come. Yeah. I, I always say that the first thing to ask yourself or to really bring into observation is what is something that someone is always complimenting you about? What is something that they are always like, wow, this is amazing. Like take that input seriously. If you're still a little bit foggy 
on what exactly you could possibly be a brand about if you're if you're real foggy but in in terms of like artists it's so important to surround yourself with people that will build you up yeah. i host a monthly event where it's it's really important for us to all be in person together yeah and we do a mastermind session mm. and you know one person sometimes i'm not even like talking it's just bringing people into the same room together. And one person said like, you know, I don't know what I could even talk about. Like they're just, you're so far in it that you don't realize the little things that could be simple to you are life-changing to someone who needs you. Right. So just surrounding yourself with people who could say, can you talk about this? I need to learn so much more about this. Yeah. Or can you show me how to do this? Or people want what you have to offer. And sometimes it's just wrapping our brains around, wow, like just because it's not a big deal to me, this is a really big deal to someone else. And I could make an impact. Yeah. 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 And I think sometimes a lot of artists are so isolated or they're so, you know, you know, one person in a studio or at a desk, right? Just like painting, writing, whatever. And they lose sight that like, the work is meant to like reach somebody else. Yeah. Right. And the fact that you're an artist, you already have the ability to be a storyteller, to be a person who communicates with other people. And you're not just this solo isolated siloed off person, because I know a lot of people, you know, who, you know, who, and I was like this too, back in the day when I was just trying before I like found my voice and became obnoxious on the internet, um, <laughs> you know, where I was like, man, like I really don't have a story to tell. Right. I don't really have anything to offer other people or why would, why would anybody want to listen to me? Um, and I think that that is really selling, selling yourself short when you're trying to, when you're, when you're trying to do something in the world, yeah. when you're trying to, to grow. Um, and it also sells yourself short in another way, which is cutting yourself off from what other people have to offer to you as well. Yeah. And how that can really build up your, your sense of self, your, your work. Um, right. So I think I love that you just put people together in a space and let them, talk with one another. Right. I think we all suffer with some kind of like imposter syndrome at some point, but something that was a game changer and like a, a mindset shift for me was, you know, even though I had these limiting beliefs and these things that people had told me in the past, like no one gives a shit what you have to say, like you're being obnoxious, like all the yeah. haters on the internet in my comments. But then it's also, I am my mission is to be what I needed 10 years ago. And it's selfish for me to keep that. Yeah. It's selfish for me to not use, you know, when I get a download or when I feel like I need to talk about something, it's selfish for me to keep that to myself because that could be the thing that one person needs to hear or see or consume yeah. or experience that can change their lives. Yep. Yeah. When I was, when I was uh, in training to be a coach, 
that was the thing. Like when you're coming, when you're, when you're trying to think about who am I going to work with? Like what, 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 who the hell am I going to help? It's like identify, you know, or, or talk to you five years ago. Yeah. Right. Right. That is the, that is what you needed. And there are people who are at that point now where you can bring your insights, your learning, right. The things that you've mastered and help them catch up to you now, right. And live their life now in the present. Um, so I like that. I like hearing like, who, who did I need 10 years ago? Yeah. And that's what I, that's what I deal with now. That's who I help now. I want to make a shift because I think uh, in our conversation here, because I think this is, this is really important. And I have you who works with women entrepreneurs um, and I think that this is a really great opportunity to speak to uh, women artists, uh, women creatives, um, because, of course, just like almost every other space in the world, it's filled up with people like who look like me, um, who are white cis men, um, you know, and everything is fine for us. Like I can I can I mean, I'm. I can walk into a space and like own it if I wanted to um, just because I was born in a certain body with a certain look about me. Right. And that's true in the arts world, the art industry today. And um, I think women are starting to find their voice in the space. Right. And get the respect that they have deserved forever um but it's not it's not there yet and i still see women you know shrinking back and saying well you know i'm not good enough right or you know well i have these kids and you know that's what i want i want to be a mom but i have to leave my work on the back burner for a little while. And now all of a sudden my kids are old enough where I can start to step back in, but I've lost all of this momentum and God, what am I, what am I supposed to do? How do I, how do I get back in there? I would love it if you can maybe impart some of your wisdom, some of your advice, um, because you, I'm sure you see this, all day, every day when you're working with folks. Yeah. Um, the first thing that I would say is time is a gift because I was in that same boat. My kids are 11 and 16 now. And the whole reason I started my own company, you know, my marketing agency was because I was a single mom and I, I couldn't do it all. Like I could not work the nine to five and have any sort of sense of self. I had a drinking problem. I like I was a hot mess. <laughs> right. And I knew that that life that I was living was not sustainable if I wanted to be present for my family. Right. And then the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you know, when the pandemic happened, I was at the at the height of my career in events and entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> right. So all of my business kind of crumbled down and I say it's my second rock bottom because it really was an opportunity for me. All I had was time. So if you find yourself with that time, 
allow yourself to crumble. It's scary. We don't want to go through Mm -hmm. it. But if Mm -hmm. I did not lay in my bed for a month straight and cry and mourn about things that happened, you know, like my dog dying was such a trigger for like finally addressing and healing all of the things that I had just pushed down because I just didn't have the, the space to deal with it at that time. I had to allow myself to be a hot mess again so that I could really figure out who I was in this time, Mm -hmm. because who I Mm -hmm. was in 2018 is not who I am today. Like we're, we're ever changing, we're ever evolving, we're growing. Right. But if I didn't have that time and that space to really sit with myself, I don't know if I would have realized my gifts and how I can impact the world mm-hmm. with the experience and knowledge that I have now. Like sometimes you just got to sit in the shit yeah. and I, that's what I had to do. Yeah. I think, you know, it's scary to sit in the shit, right? It's, it's not what we want to do. It's not what we're oftentimes like allowed to do by society's standards. Like we're supposed to keep going, keep going, keep going, right. Keep pushing hold your head above water, but sometimes life is just so out of, well, out of your control um, or so hard that there's nothing more than that you can do other than to just like surrender to that, that force. Right. And it's It's scary. So you know, if you're you're caught in a riptide, you you're going to make yourself worse. If you're fighting against it, you got to just go with it. And then eventually it'll bring you out. But you know, there's lessons that we have to learn. And through those lessons, that's where you discover your magic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's where you become passionate about it. That's where you allow yourself to like, to be seen and like, okay, this is, this actually feels good. And I know like, that's where that natural inner confidence starts to come from. Mm-hmm. Say more. Can you say more about that? Like how for pe- like I can understand how that happens because I sit with people in the therapy room who are at that place and we go through we go through this process of just rediscovery. But for people who are listening who haven't gone through that and are maybe f- facing that now and like trying to hold on, how the hell do you go from you know, rock bottom, letting yourself crumble to being like, well, here's where my passion comes from. And here's where that like motivation shows up to be seen. How does it go from so like awful or low, right? To emerging again as a full person. Yeah. Right. For me, it was a lot of little baby steps. It was a lot of like, again, I call it like, I thought I was just being very impulsive. I'm like, oh, I'm going to sign up for this course. Like, I felt like I had nothing to do. So mm-hmm. I just started learning. I started collaborating. I started taking courses. I started working with coaches. And that's how, and it's not a plug to work with a coach, but like, sometimes <laughs> you need that person to see in you what you just cannot see at the moment. And like, I see it with my own clients. They think I'm crazy when I tell them what I see. Sometimes I have clients that took a class in the fall 
of last year and they just recently actually launched their brands but damn if it wasn't what i told them that they would be doing <laughs> but you have to see it in your own time but yeah, right. having that support like i said for me it was just little baby steps like all right i might not be getting dressed today certainly not gonna have hair and makeup on but i'm gonna turn that camera on in my class today yeah and i'm gonna be present for this wow. next 45 minutes and i'm gonna you know, the, the girl, my partner, Shelby, who's in L.A., who is, you know, we have these nationwide networking events now. I met her in a mastermind class. Right. So you never know. You just have to take those little baby steps and like, all right, today I'm going to do this. Just one thing. It's it's like when you're in a depression, you know, you yeah. just have to take these little tiny steps. Right. Can you go from the bed to the couch? If that exactly. is if that is what you can do today, right? In terms of that thing, right? That's a win, right? That is like you did something to get yourself moving. You know, and it's similar here, like turning on your camera to attend your to attend your class, right? That if that's all you do, if you just turn the camera on and show up, amazing, right? Because that's what you're able to do today, right? Um you know, and I will, I know you said this isn't a plug to work with the coach, but I have no shame to say, you know, work with a therapist, work with a coach, right? These are so important. There's nothing more important to a human being than another person walking with you, sitting with you, hearing you and seeing you because that is just how we're designed. So if you haven't worked with a therapist, if you haven't worked with a coach, um, do it, take advantage of, of people like us who have experiences because we're human. And so we're not that different from you. Um, and also have some training in various areas, right. Um, that we can really take you from point A to point B. So if it's not working with me or Leslie, right. Find somebody who you resonate with and who can, um, who can just help, right? Who can just yeah. be with you, right? And then also, if you can find a mastermind group, or if you can find um, a even less organized community of people, if if that's more your jam, like you never know who you're gonna run into, right? And who's going to show up in your life and walk like with you to the next yeah. Time. I like to use this example that happened at my, my events called brunch with babes. The second one that I had, there is this woman that I was Facebook friends with. that I didn't realize we were in the same like coaching cohort, but she lived in Jersey. And I was like, I, I messaged her. I was like, I would love to have you. I'll cover your ticket. Come on down. And the week after, like, I think it was only four days after she was guest speaking at Another woman who was at my event at her, she's like the dean of a beauty school. And she was talking about mental health. Like, yeah. you never know who you're going to meet. And I tell people this all the time because they're like, I don't have anyone to come with. Like, that's a good thing to get yourself to go somewhere by yourself. You don't have that comfort zone. Think about when you go to a party. Like, yeah. if you don't know anybody, you're just in the corner talking to the, your safe zone. Right. You have right. no safe zone. Imagine the possibilities. Right. Yeah, it feels scary. It feels vulnerable. And it is vulnerable to show up someplace on your own um, without like a buffer or a wing person. Right. Um, but yeah, it forces you to 
to take risks, right? And to and to step in front of somebody and say, "Hey, I'm TJ," or "Hey, I'm Leslie," and you know, this is what I do. This is what I'm about. Um, and who are you? What do you do? What are you about? Um, that is so important to personal and professional development and growth. Yeah, right? the ability to like just show up someplace and introduce yourself and talk about yourself. Um, you know, artists sometimes, you know, show up to, you know, gallery shows or, um, some other kind of event. Um, and if their work's not in it, they'll just like, I'm just here for the, I'm just here for the free wine and crackers. Right. And they won't talk to anybody, but that's like, you're missing out on a whole opportunity there even though your work isn't on the wall or like it's not being performed or something right there are people there who you can meet and interact you never know where it's going to go right exactly some of the biggest opportunities of my entire life were because I was like this doesn't make sense to go but I'm feeling like I should be there I'm going to go by myself and it's going to be really awkward and I end up meeting people and huge opportunities come yeah yeah, for sure. I mean, I I can't I can I can count on like all the hands that I well, two, but I can count on more than that, you know, the amount of times that I've showed up someplace and you know, that person that I meet, like you said, is like someone that I work with later on or someone that um that you know shows up here or or something and it's just so so powerful but i can you talk about again i'm like king of non sequiturs everybody knows this um <laughs> what is your i want to give you a chance to talk more specifically about your your mirror method um if it makes sense to do so um the signature mirror method i'm like what what is that can you yeah i'm actually teaching it uh this afternoon at stockton university so i'm like nice Excited, nervous, nervous, excited. Um, But so I developed the mirror method because I realized that we are completely disconnected from our bodies. Yeah. The dysmorphia that we have, like, I was a model. I still, like, it came naturally to me. And I know what I look like. And I know how to hold my body. I know how to move my face I was in my first equity stage show when I was eight years old. It came naturally to me. And then it was like, oh, wait, this isn't easy for everybody. I would, you know, take pictures and people be like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, don't take a picture of me. And I'm like, why? And it real, (laughs) like, I really realized that we are completely disconnected and we have this dysmorphia and we never take the time to really connect with ourselves. And I found that the mirror is a way that we could do that. So when I Hmm. do the mirror method, um, I have like a bunch of different mirrors and stuff that I bring into workshops. So I have uh, affirmations that I have intuitively written. Um, I intuitively, so there's a couple different ways (laughs) that I can do it. I should be better at explaining this by now. So for example, if I'm doing the mirror method at um, a festival, I have a really pretty mirror on display and people are always like, what's, you know, they come over, they're confused. And I tell them, I'm going to pull an affirmation that you need to hear right now. And 
I hand it to them. I tell them, don't read it yet. I want you to, you know, take a deep breath mm-hmm. and make, make eye contact with yourself. And yeah. even just that, sometimes people get all welled up because they've never looked themselves in the eyes. And then I say, all the things that are coming to your head right now, because people start fixing their hair yeah. or adjusting and like, let's bring awareness to this and stop it. Mm. Allow yourself to just take in what you are right now. And then I have them read the affirmation to themselves in the mirror. And I then they get to keep it. It's on like a little business card. And I tell them, put that on your bathroom mirror. Put it yeah. you know, in your car, in the visor mirror. And it really is changing people's perspectives on how they feel about themselves, how they view themselves. Yeah. And then I do this a lot with corporate because... Again, corporate, we're trained to be like robots and we don't stop and realize that we can actually be more successful if we know ourselves. And that's what I'm doing this afternoon. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a bunch of um, high schoolers in an entrepreneur camp. We're practicing um, to pitch their business plan. Okay. So I'm going to teach them how to be poised and confident when they are pitching his business plan, but they need to see themselves, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. you don't realize if you're, if you're all hunched over and yeah. So the mirror method is really all about seeing yourself um, differently. And I think us viewing ourselves through a different lens, maybe how someone else sees us can be, that's why I do photo shoots at all of my, like my retreats and stuff, because yeah. I think you need to see how bomb you look, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Well, I think the way that we envision ourselves oftentimes comes from like when we, well, when I say envision, the way we think about ourselves, think about how we look, think about how we sound, all comes from narratives that we have picked up from other people who, you know, have said things to us or have you know, said things about even themselves that we have then put on, like taken on ourselves. Right. And, and so it's not until, and then, like you said, we don't look at ourselves or we don't actually make connection with ourselves, um, which the mirror is great for. So like all we have to go on is oftentimes these stories that we have just um, internalized. And then when we actually look at ourselves, it's like, Oh, there's that person that I haven't, that I haven't heard from in a while, right. That I haven't seen in a while. Um, and I'm not, I'm not those other things, right. I'm not, um, that story that I've been carrying with me for, for, for a long time. And that's Um, how we can offer forgiveness, grace, compassion, because we'll, we'll do it for our friend or for our pet. I'm sure you're familiar with the analogy of like the loving kindness and like, how would you treat your pet? Like think of that kind of love and then give it to yourself. Yeah. And that's like a wild concept to people, but yeah, it works. Right. Right. What would you say to somebody who is like shitting on themselves, (laughs) you know, and turn that around and give that same affirmation, give that same validation to yourself because you are worth it. You have strength, you have power to go out there and, and be seen, be heard and um, make a difference in, in the world. And it all can start 
with a simple piece of glass in front of you, right? And a business card with an affirmation that you just take and you just say every morning, right? Yeah. Um, that's so powerful. That's so powerful. Yeah. Because we're just so taught that, you know, we're not good enough. We don't have anything to offer. We're, we're to this, we're to that. Right. And um, it holds us, it holds us back. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So this is really, thank you so much for offering a little glimpse into how people can start to take care of themselves, to pull themselves up, to start to understand that they do have something to, to offer to people, um, to offer to themselves. Yeah. If there is a woman out there that wants to really like dive into this, get some of that, uh, intuition when you see them, um, how can they work with you? Yeah. So I do one-on-one sessions. Um, in the summertime, I don't do a lot of coaching just cause I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur and I live at the beach and we got a whole bunch of work here. Uh-huh. Um, but I, um, I do some programs. I would say the first step is to connect with me on social media. I offer yeah. a lot of value there. And that's where I talk about my offerings. I'm always in my stories. Um, and my Instagram is just, uh, and TikTok actually, is Leslie underscore Jesperson. My last name is all E's. <laughs> it's not S-O-N, it's S-E-N. And you'll find me there. And I'm always doing tips and talking about things that you maybe not have, um, might not have thought about before. I talk a lot about um, body image mm-hmm. and, you know, put on the damn bathing suit and go make the memories because 20 years from now, no one is going to give a shit yeah. what your, your body looked mm-hmm. like. But you can soak all of that up <laughs> on my social media. Great. And um, Brunch with Babes, you can um, look us up at brunchwithbabes.com. We have monthly events. We're launching in Albuquerque and Milwaukee. Wow, in the nice. Next couple months. Cool. Um, if this is a community that you think you want to be a part of, we do, um, we are taking applications for um, the executive leadership team. So you can be a chapter host in your own town, too. Nice. nice. So. So lots of opportunities, big and small, to connect with you, to get involved. Um, But I think one thing that I think everyone can start to do is just take away uh, from what you said today is take some time today to look yourself in the eyes right, and say something nice to yourself that will propel you, propel you in the next, into the next several hours even. right? Right. Even that's what I say, like, just take it hour by hour. Sometimes, you know, thinking about I'm going to love myself. That's unrealistic to some people. You know, it could just be like, I'm going to be a little bit nicer to myself. Did I, I forgive myself for what I said yesterday. Yeah. Baby steps. Yeah. Starting to forgive yourself. That's so important, right? That's so important. That's the, that's a key, a big one to being able to step into your, into your life more fully. Otherwise Absolutely. you're holding yourself back. You're holding yourself hostage. I often ask, I often ask clients, well, how long is that prison sentence that you, <laughs> that you're like, that you've handed to yourself? Like, right. How long are you going to keep yourself locked up? Right. And keep like shitting on yourself for that thing that happened, you know, all that time ago. Can you forgive yourself for that and let yourself out of that cage? 
Exactly. So, yeah. Well, Leslie, thank you so much for spending some time with me today and all of our listeners. Really appreciate it. Um, and I hope you're I hope your session goes well at the university today. Thank and, you. Thank you. This yeah. actually calmed my nerves. So I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling great now. Thank you. Good. You're ready to go. <laughs> yes. Cool. Well, everybody, this has been the Bold Creatives Collective podcast. That's what this is. Um, I hope that you enjoyed our conversation today. All of Leslie's information is going to be in the show notes um, so that you can just click and don't have to worry about spelling the name with E's or O's. Um, <laughs> And you'll be able to find her online and connect with her if that's what you want to do. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.